Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? For starters, drink some water. Stop being silly. Secondarily, rate, review, and subscribe to my program. The more you rate, and the more reviews you leave, the more lit I become. Last but not least, if you'd like to email me, email me at thegoodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, that is goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. All right. So I know uh, from yesterday I was going to tell you guys what the fuck I've been up to. But before I do so, there's this email that I've had literally for the longest amount of time and i owe it to my listenership to respond to it and then i will get into the calamity which is the life of reek and the email is from squishy crutchfield this email is from halloween sorry about that uh but we lit and we live let me read it hi reek it's your favorite umbrella person if i'm not don't tell me any different. LOL. I want to know your thoughts on this. People were up in arms about the whole White Lives Matter t-shirt that those people wore, and I agree it was ridiculous. However, I wasn't surprised. I'll tell you why. Kanye and Candace don't have Southern connection to where they would realize how hurtful their actions were. It doesn't matter where his mama was from or where he was even born. He didn't grow up in the South, so he doesn't get it. Even if he spent summers down here, it's still not his day-to-day, and after a while, he returned back to his normalcy. If I'm correct, Candace is from the Northeast. Nothing more needs to be said. I also heard that Lauren Hill's daughter won one, too. No explanation needed there, because I'm sure she doesn't know shit. That being said, I'm not excusing it. They're all fucking idiots. I'm just telling you why I'm not surprised. Your thoughts? I would also like to hear listeners' thoughts as well. If you don't mind inviting responses from those who want to chime in. Again, not the action, but why it wasn't the action was wasn't surprising. Always squishy. So you just want to know my thoughts. So I'm glad I'm reading this now and I wasn't reading it in the moment because this is just a collection of things that Kanye has done, which is despicable. But, um... The thing about Kanye is he acts on half ideas, but acting on half ideas and then growing the, the idea as you go along works well when you're a producer. It doesn't work well in any other aspect of life besides making clothes, which is why he's a phenomenal producer and he's phenomenal in the world of aesthetics and he's not good at literally anything else for this reason alone. When you have an initial thought and it's not thought out and it's not planned and you lay out the skeleton of the thought, okay, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking, then you build on it, then you build on it, then you see where things go, you think, you see how people react to it, you make changes along the way. That's dope when you're making clothes. That's dope when you're making shoes. That's dope when you're making beats. That's dope when you're rapping. That is not dope when you're dealing with politics. Making a White Lives Matter shirt is fucking ridiculous. There's no space for that. 
and there's a litany of things that this nigga has done which is terrible and this is why he gets so much grace we hold kanye in such high regard because of the things that he's given to us on the entertainment front the nigga made flashing lights you know what i'm saying like if, if you make flashing lights and we major i didn't even know beats could be made like that i never heard no shit like that before or since so he's a genius in the realm that he's a genius in but when he tries to expound upon certain ideas that he has whether it be politically or messages that he wants to get to the people if you watch his interviews he's trying to say eight things at once nothing is ever chronological nothing is ever linear nothing is ever cemented nothing is ever well researched it's just things that he halfway heard or halfway saw or he just stumbled upon it or thought he had the night prior then he just acts on it out of impulse and acting out of impulse has made him a billionaire but acting out of impulse has made him to a fucking maniac this is the same person that would be like yo kim you're disrupting the family home i just want my wife back we have kids to raise and now it's you know i need to get my kids out of that white house they got black parents they, they don't they don't praise god in that house the nigga is all over the place and that white lives matter shirt was just another example of a nigga being all over the place it just so happens that one of the figures that's all over the place is one of our most beloved artists of this century it's actually pretty sad to watch and i wish that he was someone that would be receptive to criticism but even when you watch his yay documentary the people that would keep him grounded he pushed them far away now he's around all these white people and all these drug addicts and all these manic people and all the people that really don't give a fuck about him and this is the price you pay when you want to reach the top you got to have tunnel vision you got to leave people behind that you once were friends of when you're trying to go to the next level and when doing so when you're leaving people behind you're doing just that leaving people behind the people that loved you the people that cared for you the people that would do things for you for free the people that met your mother the people that had a rapport with you, probably your father the people that know where you're from the people that know what harold's chicken tastes like all that you leave that aside to do what you want to do and now look yeah I'm, I'm very curious to see what is uh what his next year is going to look like because as of right now i can't even say he needs a hug he he needs counsel he needs legitimate people around him that can just bear with him now i mean he's become unbearable and it's fucking ridiculous and the fact that he's doing anything with candace owens just shows you what kind of mental space that he's in okay so what have i been up to so for starters right your boy needs surgery so i don't know if i ever told you guys this maybe i did maybe i didn't but just as a recap over the summer i was dealing with something with my chest and my lungs that is referred to as pleural effusion and pleural effusion for the new listeners i have is when you have a bacterial infection that attacks your lung that is garnered whether it's just breathing or it's it's a viral infection so you can get it in a multitude of ways but a, a layer of a, a fluid that you have around your lung is called the pleura and fusion is when 
it is compromised. So what will then happen is to protect your lung from the outside bacteria, a layer of fluid will go around the bacteria to protect it. And in doing so, you're going to go through the most excruciating pain you've ever dealt with in your fucking life. You're going to think it's heartburn. You're going to think it's indigestion. You're, you're not going to know what the fuck is going on. You're going to think you're having a heart murmur. It's going to be painful. So I went through that in August, went to the hospital, got my antibiotics, was on my merry way. After that, I was like, you know, what? let me get some CAT scans going just to make sure nothing is left lingering in my lung. So after getting some CAT scans and seeing some specialists, they found a nodule. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I can put pieces to the puzzle together. Nodule is a very simplistic and easy way of saying tumor. They found a tumor in my lung. Hooray! Thing is, though, nobody knows what the fuck it is. And what they theorize is that when the fluid went around, I'm sorry, when the bacterial infection happened and the fluid went around uh, the nodule, I'm sorry, when the fluid went around the bacteria, a nodule formed um, and just never went anywhere. It created like a, a pocket in my lung in the lower left corner. So the doctor is looking at me and he was like, listen, I don't know what it is. I can't even tell you where I think it came from. What I do know is that it's not supposed to be there. So we're going to go and we're going to get that shit about. So no matter what it is, whether it's cancer, whether it's whatever, that shit is getting up out of there and we're going to send it for testing and we're going to see what's happening. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So that's number one. I mean, I'm, I've been over here fucking panicking that your boy had fucking cancer. But in the event that I do have cancer, they got us so early that I'll be cancer free and I'll be able to ring the bell and all that kind of shit. So hooray. Number two, um, the last, I want to say three to four months have been my worst financially that I think I've ever experienced in my adult life. So much so that when family members see me, right, I always keep myself together. I always keep myself in some semblance of shape. Um, I never look like I'm under duress, but because my family doesn't know what I do for like a career and we share ideologies in that regard, because I don't know what I do for a career either. The conversations usually go kind of like this. Hey, Tariq, you know what's going on? How you been? All right, all right. What you got going on? Okay, you still doing that show? Okay, that's what's up, man. I always thought you was funny. You've always been so smart. Okay, okay. So, um, you know, I got this uh, I got this friend that might be hiring if you're interested. Would you ever be a teacher? Would you ever be a bus driver? Would you ever be a ticket collector? Would you ever be a garbage man? Would you ever be a sheriff? Would you ever, and then they just start asking me shit. And this is kind of a way that they're telling me that they're concerned for my well-being and they just want an actual, they want to attach me to a career so they know that I'm not like a bum, which I appreciate, but it is concerning on my behalf because it's like, God damn, so my fam, I, I've entered that, that, not that black sheep category, but I've entered that space of, we don't know what the fuck is going on with Reek, although we see him often, and we need to fucking band together and make sure Reek is okay. And I can't lie to you. They might be onto something because I'm not okay, but I'm getting there, which is uh, which is the most important. I am getting there. So, yes, I've been juggling the small amount of finances that I have, you know, looking for jobs and shit like that. The two, 
the few jobs that I had that was lined up fell through through the fucking they threw through the floor, the basement, the probably reached the earth's core at this point with the amount of falling through that's been fucking going on. So I've been out here grinding, hustling, doing everything in my power to pay bills and pay for this car. And then we get to the car. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard anything uh, in regards to engines, but there's something in your engine called a blow motor. And your blow motor is a very fancy way of calling it a fan. And that is the thing that warms your engine down and while doing so puts heat into your car. And without that, your engine runs the risk of overheating, right? One day I'm driving and I just hear, now I'm thinking a sumo wrestler has indigestion in my car. Like what the fuck is going on? This is this a raccoon? What is happening? What what is this rumbling? So I go to take it uh, to the mechanic. I'm like, yo, what's going on here? Like, yo, your blower motor is fried. You need a new one. So I go to Hyundai, right? Because I drive a Hyundai. Go to Hyundai. I'm like, yo, what's going on? This is under warranty. Well, you have 64,000 miles on your car and your warranty stopped at 60,000. Ooh, sorry about that, brother, man. Life sucks, don't it? So I'm like, okay. It happens. And I mean, this looks like it's a small part. I just looked it up. It's like $79 to buy. How much uh, for the part and labor? Niggas told me $500. I told them, suck my dick. So I went to the third party mechanic. I was like, yo, I was told it's a blow motor in situation. Uh, I got a blow motor. I mean, I went to parts authority. I copped that shit on my own strength. I paid them for the labor. Uh, first blow motor. Oh, yo, this one is defective. I kept hearing the same sounds. Second blow motor. Sound, the sound wasn't so uh, high, but now I hear clicking. So I'm like, yeah, what the fuck, son? So as of right now, even while I'm speaking into this microphone, my car isn't 100%, which is whack because my car is only two years old. So niggas is legitimately trying to get me. I think it's the government. You know what I mean? Um, one of the cool things that's happened to me throughout these weeks is I went to a dinner party. And it's funny. It was one girl there and like six dudes. And we're all there chilling. We was eating. We was drinking. We was exchanging stories, making each other laugh and whatever have you. And the one great thing about that whole exchange and that whole experience was nobody said, where are the bitches at? Nobody. It was just a whole bunch of dudes and a girl. And we were just speaking amongst each other, having a grand old time. And that just got me to thinking that whenever you're around someone that says, where are the bitches at? One or two things is the case. Either they don't feel secure to be around their homies or they don't get any women at all. And it's it, there's no gray area. That's just what it is. You feel me? Like, yo, there's a fucking sausage fest. Where are the bitches? It's like, nigga, I, are, are you never around women? Like, ever? Like, you just can't come and just eat some food and have some drinks without worrying about where the hoes at, bro? Like, ever? Like, you just need hoes to be somewhere? That's a problem. Or they can't get women on their own strength. So they have to rely on the social skills of the people around them to put them around women in the first place, which is usually the case. 
Niggas get women because they fall in their lap. Niggas get women because they're going out and the nigga that gets the women is putting them around the women. Niggas is going to, to outings and they're hoping that women is there because this is their chance to strike. No cachet of their own, no swag of their own, no genesis qua of their own. No nothing of their own. Nothing that's appealing about them. They just want to vulture off of other people's social skills. And that shit is fucking concerning. So I went to a dinner party that I super enjoyed. Uh, Something else that really has been coming to my attention is the lack of unity that's been happening around me. People aren't connected. People are talking behind each other's backs people that's known each other for decades is all of a sudden just falling out of favor of one another so i've been repairman to a few situations and while i've been a repairman to a few situations i've been also repairing situations of my own because i have the greater scope of what's really going on we're here for a limited time so harboring ill will and feelings and all that type of shit really can block your blessings and when people say like yo Stop hanging out with that person. They're blocking your blessings. Or, yo, get that hate out your heart. You're blocking your blessings. Nobody ever goes into grave detail about what that means. And I figured it out. What that means is, I don't know how you guys operate. But normally, if you have idle time, you'll do things to fill that time. You'll watch a movie. You'll get a hobby. Or you'll think about things to progress yourself, right? Maybe you learn a trade, maybe you read a book, maybe you gain some type of educational something from somewhere, right? But if you're chilling with people that take you away from learning something new, if you're chilling with people that take you away from seeing new things, if you're chilling with people that would rather have command over your time as opposed to doing something that could benefit you, that's blocking your blessing. If you're not going to a particular place because you're fearful of getting the permission of someone who's around you or someone around you is weighing you down, you don't need to be around that person. Or when you hate someone, you think about ways to get revenge. You think about ways to exact that revenge. You're thinking about all kinds of just things that you can because we're only awake for a certain amount of hours throughout the day unless you're a cyborg. So to even take two minutes to think about people who don't matter is literally blocking your blessings because you could be blessed in other areas. If you was reading that book, you could have a eureka moment. It is stopping you from watching that YouTube thing to get you a skill. It could stop you from going to trade school. It could stop you from getting, you know, points deducted off your license because you're not thinking about defensive driving when you're trying to get revenge. That's not how that works. So what I did was I wrote down a list that I'm going to check off all the boxes from from now to next december and i've been work, working feverishly to check off all of those boxes one by one by one and when i feel like it's a super big task i'll add a box and then i'll check it off just to feel that sense of accomplishment just to, just so you can see that pin hit the paper and hit it with the check mark bye bow so that's what i've been doing i've been dealing with health issues i've been healing uh, relationships that I feel like have been squandering. I have been taking note of people who I need to get rid of, or I've been taking note of people that might have been taking time from me that I could be using to progress my situation. I've been looking for adequate employment. I have been speaking to family members that are 
fearful of my life because they have no idea where my life is going and neither do I. I have been uh, going to dinner parties. I have been cooking. I have been uh, doing a multitude of things. Dealing with my car situation. You know, I got into a car accident in 2020 and the gap insurance is trying to get $10,000 from me while I had gap insurance. So here's what happened to me, right? There is a lean officer that was at Hyundai. And usually when you get into an accident, the person that uh, sold you the car has access to the documents about the car. That lean officer sends those documents to the gap. The gap looks over said documents. They're like, all right, cool, boom, boom, boom. They accept you, they give you the money. Now I mean, no harm, no foul. But my lean officer was not sending documents for the car that I crashed. The lean officer was sending documents to the car that I was in and that I'm still in to this day. So for months and months, they're like, my nigga, you're giving me the wrong paperwork. He was negligent in his job but not knowing what the fuck to do. And this nigga no longer works there. But that doesn't help me any because I had until March of 2021 to hand that paperwork in. By the time it was told to me that this nigga couldn't do his job, it was like fucking February. So I had a, a month to get like nine forms of paperwork. I was sending it in, sending it in, sending it in. Uh, and I got a few documents late. But the only reason why they were late is because the niggas I was sending the documents to kept telling me, OK, Mr. Payne, you're good to go. OK, Mr. Payne, oh, we just need this. We just need that. Just again, like I was talking about last episode, rocking me to sleep. So I've been fighting like a madman not to pay them niggas at 10 racks because they got to get that in blood. I have been doing everything in my power to get something popping. I have been trying to work every angle a man could possibly work. I have been trying to exercise all the relationships I have in the car community to get me about it, that shit. Because once I do that, my credit score goes back up and then I can trade this car in and then be in business. Because one of the reasons why I know this shit happened to me and why my credit score plummeted is because when that blow motor shit happened, I was like, man, fuck that shit. I'll just get a new car. We'll go to get the new car. And he's like, yo, my boy, your credit score is a 15. <laughs> Not me. 15 out of 800, nigga. But she was at 15, son. I'm like, what the fuck, son? 15? Like, yo, son, your shit is at 15, bro. You're not getting no whip probably for the rest of your life. So... I've been fighting. The same way I was fighting those closed niggas that I was talking about last episode. I'm fighting gap insurance. I'm fucking fighting these lung niggas. I need to see the dermatologist because my eczema's acting up. All kind of shit is happening to your boy. But I'm standing strong and I'm standing tough. I've even been playing more basketball. And some days I have good days. Some days I have bad days because I'm still out of shape. And I'm out of shape because I'm my... I got to get a membership. I got to hit the gym. I got to start dieting. I got to become structured, something I've never been in my entire life. So once I put some structure in the, in place, I'll be in shape. I'll be properly hydrated. I'll be able to play basketball for long extended periods of time. I'll be able to fucking get all this shit going on. I'll be able to pay bills on time. I got fucking tickets. I went 36 miles an hour at 9 p.m. in a, in a speed zone. Niggas caught me slipping. I'm like, 36 miles an hour? One mile an hour over, 36 miles an hour, son. That's how they call me, bro, 36 miles an hour. So I got ticket after ticket after ticket. I just haven't been paying because I'm like, fuck it, it's Christmas season. I got to get niggas gifts. Oh, I forgot to mention that. I got to get niggas gifts. All type of shit is going on, man. It is not a good time for the good brother. But we move. We move, man. 
we move and we groove and i'm happy that I'm, i at least have this medium to document my life so my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren was like hmm i wonder how dad granddad and great-granddad was like they can hear me now i mean i'm right here with it you know what i'm saying with the document vibes so peace and blessings past addressing i'm i'm going to actively try to get some interviews popping so the next few weeks i can get those uploaded i just have to speak to them you know cash Sinatra, somebody who i told i'm gonna have an episode with my man jay omega i'm gonna have an episode with him my homegirl niche i'm gonna have my episode with her so i'm getting shit uh moving and grooving man slowly but surely peace and blessings past addressing and i'll speak to y'all next week for episode 100